What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala, your thrice weekly podcast where we talk about the hottest news with a touch of what, Terence? Good old humor. Good old humor, man. I like it with a touch of what? What? Yeah. yeah. What is still going on, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the, I mean, it's budget time. Yeah. In Singapore, anyway. Yeah, because we're recording 16 Feb in the morning, and the budget is going to be uh, delivered by Lawrence Wong at 3 mm-hmm. p.m. today. Thankfully, no cringe like Valentine's Day gift to Singaporeans kind of thing, right? I mean, it, I just uh, I shared with you the video on, on his TikTok. Yeah, you know, yeah, him yeah. like walking in slow mo and all. Yeah. Then I was like, hmm, feels a bit odd, lah. That's okay, lah. But the I think the I thought the Valentine's Day present thing was oh that was last year yeah yeah, it wasn't last year I think yeah yeah Yeah. no why I feel a bit it's a bit odd because then it becomes like this thing like like politicians becoming like you know pop culture people and celebrities I'm like no I mean aren't they already that like Trump was the original yeah but I I don't know I I don't like it I don't like it it. Uh, it's just weird I'm like then you're almost kind of like making them seem like I don't know cool and shit Joe Biden just joined TikTok much. I mean, depends what they do on TikTok, uh, but I don't know. Lawrence Wong's video felt a bit like you, you saw it, you're like, it's okay. Lah. I mean, they've all been doing it to some extent. Uh, Ong Yi Kang has been yeah, doing a Ong lot Kang of things. Doing it. He even did stuff with like Tan Chuan Jin back in the day, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so they've all been doing it. Uh, kind of like some cringeworthy, some like, uh, okay, not so bad, funny. You know why to relate to young people? Is it? I guess so. That's how people do it, right? Fuck, man. Uh, but yeah. Uh, mm. probably Monday we'll have a lot to talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Wednesday. And budget. Yeah. Uh, budget. Uh, dropping the dropping the budget today. Well, how was your Valentine's Day, man? Valentine's Day was okay, lah. I mean, like, uh, nothing, nothing amazing. What romantic <laughs> gestures did you pull off? Uh... I tried to be nice. <laughs> I don't know whether I was nice enough. Uh, but yeah, it's passed. So the week is not over. To me, it's Valentine's week. Okay, oh, man, the whole week. Over dinner on Friday night. The whole year is Valentine's. <laughs> what were you, Terrence? How was your Valentine's? I cooked. I cooked. I cooked. Oh, you cooked? Uh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, for real? Uh? I think this year is just, I think there's a general acceptance that there's too much going on. Chinese New Year. Uh, Valentine's. Will you cook like a Valentine's Day dinner? No lah, I cooked like a dinner. But for me to cook is a is a very big. What step. do you cook? Pesto pasta. Oh, pesto you pasta. make the pesto from the basil leaves, you know? Uh, pretty much, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, well, but it's very easy. Nuts. Pesto is easy though. Yeah lah, pesto. But still, to make it from scratch, you need the pine nuts, the olive yeah, oil, and all. The, the shopping part is the hard part. Actually, I felt uh. like cooking wasn't even that half as bad lah. Wow, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, no, not exactly the most romantic, but I think the. the you know, like like Chinese New Year, people are adapting to the times, right? Yeah, it doesn't yeah, have to be yeah, this right. oh, one big event, expensive yeah. and all that kind of thing. So in my defense, I'm cooking tonight. Oh, we're cooking, <laughs> cooking tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Delayed Valentine's Day dinner. Delayed. Making up for the... <laughs> you saw the... You saw Let's the, not go there, okay? You saw the hesitation in your eyes when we started to talk about what you did. No, on like I will say, like uh, when we were f- when me and my wife were first dating, I got her flowers once. Mm. And after that, she said, okay, this is really nice, but don't ever get me flowers again. Oh. Yeah, but then now, I think it's evolved yeah. To like flowers for the house, I appreciate it. Mm. Not mm. for her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flowers, uh, the, flowers for the house. They bring a certain something to the room. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, I also agree. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that, nice. even as a guy, like oh, it's know, nice, right? It's nice having like, like something there, like yeah, yeah. So I probably need to get flowers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pro tip: Young Bar Market flowers there, plentiful. Is it now the post Valentine's Day drop yeah, yeah, in probably, price really yeah, right? Oh yeah, probably everyone trying to like sell everything, fire sale, uh, fire sale. Young Bar Market, see lah, see. but yeah, it is a uh, Valentine's Day week, budget week. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, like the news. I think next week there'll be more news to come out, lah. Yeah, I think right. it ebbs and flows, lah. Ebbs I and think flows. Chinese New Year week, maybe everyone's also a bit like chill, more relaxed. Mm-hmm. But it's still a couple of things that are worth talking about la. here. Uh, yeah. yeah, we we still got a few things. But before that, mm. got a bit of a slightly longer spiel uh, uh, today. Before we talk about what you should do as a fan, mm. uh, we just want to talk a bit more about the. Uh, potential interns joining us, which we mentioned like a week ago. Uh, we've gotten some responses, but when people email us, they say, oh, what will the job entail and all? So today we thought we'll just talk about the three roles that we're looking for. Uh, so if you are interested or if you know anyone who might be interested, please send them our way. First is a social media intern. Mm. Uh, and basically, I mean, now we create a sh- bunch of content. We're trying to do more on LinkedIn, on TikTok, Instagram, but we want to go on LinkedIn so the person who joins us will need to mm. understand social media and just just be interested in creating content. Yeah. Uh, and then um, across Yalabad, Ministry of Funny for our TV shows, Folklory, our audio service, mm. uh, then the business development intern. Yeah. What will that entail, Terrence? Uh, I think for us, for we talk a lot to brands, to organizations mm. about um, you know working with us, uh, working with our podcast, working with Folklory as well. Uh, and a lot of times, those talks evolve to larger projects as well. Uh. Mm-hmm. Like, I think we're doing a couple of things for Folklory that we're very excited about. One mm-hmm. is the Words of Wisdom project, uh, SG60 related project. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, those are year long endeavors that we need to keep on. Uh, and that's where I think the idea of someone uh, having to, you know, work with organizations, working with brands that talk to us, uh, that's, the, that's what you learn in business development, uh, right? Mm-hmm. It's basically. How to talk to people, how to structure things, how to how to project manage through mm-hmm. a process. So that's something that we need someone who who has that skill of talking to people, of seeing a larger picture. You know, getting not not getting too much in the weeds, but seeing the larger picture of what we do. Yeah, and, and who, to talk to, so, who exactly. to talk to? Who to talk to? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and then the the last role is the project management intern. Because I mean, at any point in time, we have a bunch of stuff floating around, mm. and a project project could be like revamping our Ministry of Funny website. Yeah. You know, we just need someone to can help us be on the ball for these kind of things. Mm. And I mean, I know now we're talking about it sounds like a almost like a senior role, you know, like business mm. development and all. But honestly, it doesn't matter your age, uh, as long as you are willing to learn and just excited about uh the stuff we do. Mm. Uh so yeah, so we, I think previously we have spoken to people who are in mid-career breaks, mm. fresh graduates, current students. As long as you got a willingness to do cool shit, uh you like the stuff we do. Just just check out the, the job descriptions that are all in the show notes. Mm. We got links to all three of them. Uh, and yeah, if if you're excited, if you think this might be a fit for you or you know someone, we would love to hear from you. And you yeah. just uh, email us at contact at ministryoffunny.com. Yes. The details are all in the links at the in the show notes. La. Yes, yes, yes. Cool, man. Cool, cool, cool. Cool. Uh, yeah. And then what was the other second half of the spiel? Uh, obviously, do follow and like mm and share this podcast if, if this has brought any value to you. Uh, you know, we appreciate you joining us on this journey. This very long journey towards as we as we are, you know, like uh, spiraling towards 
500 episodes, man. Mm. Crazy, yeah? Like, mm. 500. They're even just saying now, like, 493 500 episodes, episodes right yeah. now. It's kind of insane, huh? Just to think about, that's like 500 hours. 500 content. plus hours. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, 500 episodes. Uh, yeah, that milestone is coming soon. And mm. we are planning a bit of things, yeah. which we will uh, let you guys know in due time. Yeah. Cool, man. All right, all right. So all right. what is this first topic on this Valentine's week to talk about? Uh, the first topic is that uh, Progress Singapore Party, non-constituency mm. MP Long Man Wai, has been issued a POFMA mm. uh, about a Facebook post that he made on February 12th about a West Coast couple who uh, was not getting aid, la, who mm. was alleged, who was supposedly not getting enough aid. Yeah. So since then, he has taken down the post. He has uh, posted uh, uh, something new, acknowledging that okay, he got absorbed by their story, mm. and he accepts responsibility. Uh, but Pofmas were also issued to the online citizen and Gutsy Asia who reproduced his post, la. Yeah. Um, and I mean, essentially, he met a couple. They they told him the plight they are going through, financial plight, and he posted something that talked about um. Let's see, yeah, uh, like uh, how he like like w- the the husband apparently lost his sight from glaucoma about three years ago. Mm. The wife had a bad fall that broke her ankle, and they are finding it tough to get by, lah. Mm. Uh, and I think certain things he said also, it's um, like uh, let's see, yeah. Uh, I was surprised that a couple. This was what Mister Long wrote on his post. Mm. Who live in a small flat were only given this level of financial support for their daily needs and did not receive more assistance for their follow up medical care. And it, this is the harsh economic reality, and so on. And then he kind of pofma. Yeah. And basically, I think. Pofma from the Ministry of Social and Family. Uh, uh, yes. Right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, and the minister in uh, specifically was uh, Masagos Zukifli. Mm. Uh, yeah, he was the Minister for Social and Family Development. He instructed the pofma to be issued. Yeah. Quite cool uh, that they can just. It, only a minister can issue it, right? Correct. That's right. Just fucking like, I pop my dad, pop my dad. And then, yeah. So, I mean, uh, yeah, interesting debate. Because, mm. uh, I mean, let's say online, you get some people shitting on uh, Leong Man Wai, some people saying, shitting on Pofma, saying that this is just a tool to to embarrass opposition politicians. Mm. But, what stood out to you uh, about the whole story? Um... I think, uh, firstly, I'm quite surprised that we can't find the Facebook post that Leong Man Wai put up anymore. Because mm. my understanding of POFMA corrections is that the post has to stay up alongside your correction order, mm. uh, alongside your edits because of the correction. So I'm quite surprised that you can't find his post anymore. That's true. Because yeah. Gutsy Asia, Online Citizen, they, they have kept the original articles, right? And even, uh, you know, even cases like uh, Lee Sin Yang previously, mm. you know, they would, have a POFMA correction and then the post itself. John Mozola, right? John Mozola, yeah. Because yeah. I think that's a requirement. They want you to see the article that was there before and then the correction notice as well. Mm. This idea of POFMA. So I'm, I'm not sure if he's breaching any particular rules as well by not by having taken down the post. Because it's it's down, it's not there anymore. Actually, yeah. I'm looking at the official POFMA on gov.sg. The correction direction requires recipients to insert a notice against the original post with a link to the government's clarification. Mm. Uh, we answer a notice against the original post. So it sounds like it has to be part of the original post, like, yeah, like yeah, an updated yeah. thing, right? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So maybe another. Uh. Yeah. We just fact checked the uh, Pofma. 
Oh, oh shit, that's uh, true. Uh. For my instructions, and Leong Manwai, please, please put it back up. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Don't get in trouble again for that, yeah. Um, oh. But yeah, I mean, other than that, like, uh, a lot of the details also came out about what what kind of subsidies that the couple actually received, right? And um, there are even people on Reddit who are doing like, infographics specifically of which kind of entities gave them financial assistance and, and transport assistance and medical subsidies. Yeah. Um, so actually, it's making the couple look like they misrepresented uh, their situation to Leong Man Wai a lot, right? Yeah. Um, because at the end of the day, yeah, uh, Leong Man Wai is just doing a visit uh, to this West Coast couple and we're not sure how much time he actually had to really sit down and go through everything with them or verify everything that they said, right? Yeah. Um, but it sounds like MSF has all this information mm. and that's why they could lay the smack down on, on Leong Man Wai so easily. Yeah, because I mean, just on the official notice, right, like mm. they even broke it down, you know, it was uh, for financial assistance for daily expenses. It was falsely claimed that the couple only receives a home caregiving grant and does not receive any other financial assistance. Mm. In truth, they have received approximately $39,000 in cash and vouchers, including the, including 21000 from the Comcare assistance. Mm. Then the next one, Medisafe funds. Then they talk about how much they have in their Medisafe, how much yeah. is left in their CPF, yeah. uh, and to a lot of detail. Yeah. And because... I mean, I think in, in Leong Man Wai's original post, based on the screenshot on the Today article, the faces of the two individuals were kind of masked out. Mm, mm, mm. But you have Mr. and Mrs. Tan from West Coast. Mm. I mean, like the husband has lost sight from glaucoma. She has an ankle issue. Identifiable, right? Mm, mm, mm. So, yeah, that was also something that I was reading. I was like, oh, shit. There's a lot of uh, info there. La. Um. You're saying that it's identifiable because of the the Physi- picture. I mean, the picture, the physical traits, the uh-huh. situation. I mean, they don't disclose the name. Yeah. Right. But it feels like if you really wanted to find out who these two people are, you can lah. Uh yes, but not not that easily identifiable, so lah. Right. I mean, a glaucoma okay, and then la, a limp on the leg. I mean, true. okay, maybe if you kind of okay, true lah. Maybe yeah. if you know this couple is identifiable, but oh, to someone yeah. totally yeah. removed, not identifiable lah. I guess you stay in the neighborhood. Yeah. And you saw young Manwai hanging out at their house for a little bit. Then maybe you'd be able to identify them. For but for the most part, their identities actually have been kept. Uh, that is true. Secret, That's right. true. Um, yeah. But like, you know, what do you feel about this, Pofma? Um, I think if anything, it shows the, you know, we had a discussion last week about the imbalance of, of information about the reserves, right? From I thought you were going to say Mr. Coconut. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> the imbalance of information. Oh, actually, in some sense, also Mr. Coconut. Yeah. The balance of information between, uh, you know, the authorities, and I mean the authorities, meaning the government and like opposition politicians. Mm. The fact here is MSF has receipts of everything, right, that this couple has received. But um, as an NCMP, I don't think he's privy. He's definitely not privy to this information, right? Yeah. Uh, obviously, there's some criticism that he should have maybe asked the MSF first about or at least wrote a letter or something on behalf of the couple to the MSF first before posting something on social media, which I think is a legit criticism. Yeah. Right. Um, but remember what season we're in, we're in election season also, right? Mm. Uh, and we we already we've highlighted it, it since the last parliamentary sitting with Leong Man Wai. He is directly addressing the camera when he did gives a speech these days, right? Mm-hmm. Very uncharacteristic of him. So, uh, maybe it's a calculated gamble, knowing that even that 
he doesn't have hundred percent information, but the story, the story of a you know couple struggling, that works. Uh. But I think now it looks worse on him. Okay, because okay, in part like when you look at the numbers disclosed by MSF and all, mm. it seems quite sizable. Yeah, you know, having hundred thousand in CPF. Yeah, uh, having the subsidies down from like uh, uh the operation like leg operation costing eight thousand eight hundred five hundred eighty subsidized until it's about 240 mm. how much left in the medisafe uh, then it feels like oh, uh, Leomonwai should have been a bit smarter about it mm. because like what you say he can ask yeah. and if he doesn't get a response that is a that is a, a thing in itself yeah, like, it's right? a thing in itself yeah. and it's a very powerful um, thing to, to play like if you want to talk about the optics of it right mm -hmm. but in this case I think I think it looks worse on him but worse to who? To the intelligentsia like yourself, who's like, you know, uh, eating your caviar and everything on a Friday night or worse to like the general public who maybe haven't even, they won't even see this Pofma, you know, right? That is true. Like, whereas, like, he's, if he, I mean, if you if you look at on all counts, he seems to be building up this folksy, I fight for the people character. I, I speak for the people. to put myself out there. Yeah, I put myself out there. And you, okay lah, Pofma me, Pofma me. And then I... I'll take it down, you know, I, I, I'll, I'll honour whatever, I made a mistake, I'll stand up to it. Does, it, mm. does he really come off, come off as worse or does it just build up more of that, that you know, that, that, the, the legend of the foxy Long Man Wai? I mean, that is true also because I, I can imagine some of my older uncles and aunties and all, would they actually go to gov.sg to read the fucking Pofma and all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably no lah. Yeah. But that's why it's important that his post stays up, like, right? Yeah. I think that's why Pofma was designed like that, where uh, Converse, I mean, I think when it was first, uh, when Pofma was first uh, unleashed, right? When it was first discussed and everything, people were like, why don't you just force them to take down the post? That's what, that's what it's about, right? But they said, no, you know, contrary to what you all think is, is, the, is, uh, is the conventional wisdom, we want people to see what's the false news. You know, mm. and we want to be able to be reminded of that this is false news. Yeah, I mean, I'm just looking at some of the comments on Leong Man Wai's latest post. When one is overly kind and soft-hearted, he is subject to people who take advantage of this. I believe Leong Man Wai was such a victim in this case, and the government mm. gladly issues Pofma when he should focus on the poor, needy, and disadvantaged. Mm. Yes, he made a mistake, but his intentions were noble. The PAP ought to be more charitable and magnanimous. He mm. can surely afford to be. Yeah, like, that sort of sentiment. It still feels like he's. He's like like Robin Hood like that lah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Ooh. but I mean, yeah. What do you think of like all this information that is being published by the MSF about this couple? How I feel a bit weird. Uh, it's a bit strange, right? It's a bit strange. Even the CPF, the yeah. amount they have in the CPF also come out already. Yeah, because on one hand, I was like, Did this couple. I think some some comments online. I said, "Wow, this kind of is that kind of calculative couple in any uh, constituency always make trouble. They probably knew that this would happen." Then I'm like, if, "I don't think so, lah." Mm -hmm. I'm looking at some of my older relatives and all. Like, um, if I were to ask them the details, how much is in your medisafe? How much is in your CPF? I don't mm -hmm. think they know. Yeah. And how to access it and all that. They might not be the most clued in. Mm. Like, I help my mom with certain like um, tax payments and stuff like that because yeah. it's still a process, lah. So in this case, I give them the benefit of the doubt. They're not being disingenuous or anything. But putting all that info also, I feel like, is a bit much. Mm, mm, uh, right, yeah. You? Yeah, I was just surprised that this like information dumped, basically. But mm. um, I guess if, if you're going to pofma somebody, you a public to, figure, you need to have guns, uh, guns blazing, everything out. Law. 
And uh, if anything, you would blame Long Man Wai for putting out the photo of the couple. Yeah. You know, their faces blurred out. Because that's the one that makes them identifiable, right? Yeah. If there was no photo, it'd, be, it'd really be it'd just be a bunch Mr. of numbers. Mr. Tan, uh. Yeah. Mr. Tan. Yeah. So, in some way, uh, Long Man Wai also owned self, uh, shot himself in the foot. Uh. Yeah. yeah. So, that's why it feels like, like, it feels less calculated by him, but more just, maybe, yeah, maybe he's too emotional. But this mm. one is like, a, is, a, is a political mistake la, I feel yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it, is I mean it's, no one why is not known for you know holding back because he's fearful of uh, corrections or puff or anything right? like do first ask for forgiveness <laughs> la, right <laughs> yeah yeah. but then like if there was less of those numbers put out and mm. let's say they just say we have uh, ascertained that this couple has received substantial cash and vouchers from various public sector agencies and community partners, yeah. including Comcare assistance from May 2021 to April 2023. Yeah. Will you believe it? Uh, not unless there's more like data. La. More like data, how they la. have here. La. Maybe with a, few, a couple less details, like how much they have in the CPF. I think it's still okay, la, right? You know, Upwards like of 30,000. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can say total, in total, they have more 100,000 in their CPF retirement accounts. Yeah. The woman was entitled to and did withdraw five thousand from a CPF account in April twenty twenty three. Yeah, but but okay. There's there's this. I, I know we we talk about this couple. Maybe they they not being fully truthful and all that, lah, right? But I remember that all those years ago, there was that that instance of um the not now ex now ex speaker of parliament Tan Chuan Jin, mm. who apparently went on the ground and spoke to cardboard collectors. Right. Mm. And then apparently cardboard collectors yeah. said to him, oh, you know, I don't actually need to do this for, for money or what. I'm doing it as a form of exercise to keep myself uh, mobile. Yeah. And then he posted that on, I think on Facebook or something. And he got skewered by the public for like being naive. Uh. To think that someone who actually, someone who actually needs help would, would actually outright say that they need help and then, and then give them full details. But instead, of course, they just come up with a polite excuse, like, right? Oh, I'm doing this for exercise. I don't need the money. But more likely than not, they're just trying to save face, like, right? That's what mm. people are skewering him for. Like. And they're saying that he's naive for believing that they actually wanted to do it for exercise. And it became a thing, like, right? Yeah. I think it, it's something that haunted him for, for many years as a politician. Inspired us to make a video also. Make a video, even build a sculpture. Yeah, uh, yeah, correct. For those who don't know, if you watch... Uh, yeah. our TV series She's a Terrorist and I Love Her there's a little little nugget in there that really points to the final episode right? yeah, episode eight. that whole thing so yeah if you haven't watched it please check it out but yeah. anyway uh, yeah my point is some and some people are saying online that there are people who do need help right or financial uh-huh. assistance or that who out of you know face saving or whatever reasons embarrassment or something they don't want to actually give the full details when asked like, right like maybe Long Man Wai was asking or pressing them and they either didn't want to give the details or they were just shy or just didn't dare and didn't want to make it look so so ugly, right? Mm. Uh, do you think this could have been the situation? But, they want, they, but the thing is, they have money. It's almost the flip. Like for mm. Tan Chuan Jin, it was they need help, but they're they don't saying dare to they say don't. It, yeah. In this case, if you like say the numbers, you know, it's a sizable number, they don't actually need help, but they're saying they do. Mm, mm-hmm, so mm. it's like the converse. La. But that means they one thing more than what they already get. La. Or maybe not aware of what they have. Mm, 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 because, I mean, even if you ask anyone on the street, like, is, are things expensive? Most mm. people say, yeah. You might be living in a landed property with a fancy car. Yeah. If you ask you, are things expensive? You'll be like, oh, fucking yeah. everything is going up price, you know. Yeah. But 
I think that's a general sentiment. Mm. So in this case, yeah, to, to me, it's like the opposite. Mm. That's in true. fact, Tan Chuan Jin is probably more like downplaying an actual problem. Mm. Whereas Liang Man Wai is downplaying or like upplaying <laughs> a, a non-problem. Uh, not say non, but uh, a, a smaller problem. Yeah. Right? yeah. And that's I think true. between the two, yeah. Liang Man Wai's one is the less harmful. Uh. Less harmful. Unless you think that the the resources to POFMA and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah it takes resources. Yeah. And I'm sure it took resources to pull together all this data about this couple yeah, and, and yeah. investigate and find out more about them and things like that also, right? Yeah. Um. So, I mean, harm, but I guess that's part of the job also, right? As a politician, as a, as, you know, if you work for MSF or anything, that's also part of the job, right? Yeah. But I think just like the POFMA pointed out, uh. They, they did say very explicitly, like, you know, false statements such as those made by Mr. Leong in his social media posts erode public trust and mislead the public mm-hmm. about the support that is available and provide that to families who are in need. And I think, wording aside, that is a very important point. It's a real point. Yeah. yeah, because I think, like, we are ever ready to criticize policies and actions mm-hmm. by politicians and all, but doing it unjustifiably is also not good. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where these kind of things can be damaging. Yeah. Yeah, correct, correct. Yeah, because if it's really, if they are getting this much help, like, I, I don't know how many governments in the world would provide this much support. Mm-hmm. So it's like, then if you're trying to paint a false narrative, so in, that's why in this case, not to say like the POFMA is, wow, it's fucking great or something. I wish it didn't have to be like this militant about it. Yeah. But I think issuing corrections like this is quite important. Um. Okay. Then on the, on the flip side, is there, should NCMPs like Leong Man Wai, even though they don't have like a constituency to look after and all, should they be given more resources so, such that they can actually follow up and do proper fact checks on some of these things? Because uh, the truth is yeah. NCMPs uh, only get like 15% of an MP's actual allowance, right? Mm. So we're talking about, uh, I think like $2,000 or something like that. He can't get, he can't possibly get an assistant to follow up on some of these things, like even if he wanted to, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, it would strictly be volunteers probably and, and you know, the resources within the party to help him do that. Mm. Should they be given more resources to, to do that as well as NCMPs? I think it's a worthwhile discussion. Mm. Uh, I know I saw online someone mention that in the UK apparently, and I mean, this one I, I need to confirm also, mm. there is like a shadow UK government mm. or like mm. a, an independent, yeah, a shadow cabinet so yeah, the shadow cabinet is a feature of the Westminster system of government. Um, it consists of a senior group of opposition spokespeople who are under the leadership of the leader of opposition. Mm. Um, they don't have executive powers, but their main goal is to scrutinize policies and 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 keep it keep the the government in check, lah. Mm. Um, and I think they might have access to things that maybe ministers have access to, mm. but they don't have executive power. Yeah. But it's like this this third party yeah. that both opposition and can go to to kind of maybe get access to some stuff. Mm, and I mean, right now, our parliament is Westminster Westminster system, right? Yeah, yeah. So but we don't have this shadow. We system. don't have, la. Yeah. we don't have shadow government. Yeah. And then, then to add, I think MPs uh, are given a monthly allowance of Thousand three to hire a legislative assistant mm. and five hundred dollars for a secretarial assistant, but NCMPs don't get such allowances. Yeah. So yeah, there are there are. It is a. Uh, you could argue also a lack of resources. Not that I'm giving an excuse. 
mm. volume one wife for not fact checking some of these things. Uh. Yeah. I'm saying these things also do take effort and take take time and resources to do. Yeah. And probably he weighed the like what we mentioned, pros and cons of posting something like that before doing the fact checks. Uh, right? Yeah, yeah. And he decided to go ahead with it. Uh. And maybe he thought he need to post before budget comes up. Yeah, yeah, actually the timing also. Yeah, timing. He's like, fuck, uh, this Friday, Lawrence talking. Yeah. I feel this now. I need, yeah. okay, I just post first. Uh. I got Chinese New Year and then I got Valentine's Day dinner to plan. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I just post first. Don't need to check. I just post first, yeah. Then suddenly <laughs> Lawrence Wong during his budget, he says, okay, more vouchers for you, more Comcare packages for you and mm, stuff like that. Mm, but mm. in this case, that's not what we were saying just now. If it's a matter of resources or something, then then there's a way to play that. Like, you know, you mm. inquire. Yeah. If you don't get enough responses, then yeah. you use that as a... Weaponize that. Uh, uh, we- well, weaponize that. Yeah. 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 But in this case, yeah, like, like him posting that, uh, yeah, it's just, you look at it, nobody wins. Uh. Yeah. yeah. No one wins. Yeah, the yeah, the yeah. couple doesn't win. He doesn't win. Pofma doesn't win. Mm, nobody wins. Nobody wins. Yeah. Nobody wins for you. <laughs> nobody wins for you. Yeah. There are no winners. All Correct. losers. Correct. All losers. Um, but yeah, yeah, you know, like uh, we've seen Pofma wielded in in quite loose-loose ways here. Mm. But I do see where Pofma would actually be really useful in certain other aspects. Huh? Mm. And this is one aspect I think actually would be very useful. But uh, we, we unfortunately hasn't been used that way. And yeah. what is this particular case that we're talking about? It concerns a local hardware firm uh, that focuses on air filtration, water filtration, called Stera Singapore, mm. um, who has been in the, in the, some controversy recently because one of their ads, which was, I think, on Facebook, was kind of showing someone taking a glass of water from a tap mm. and putting the water under microscope to show like a bunch of bacteria and microorganisms, which was then debunked by an actual microbiologist. Mm. But uh, the Advertising Standards Authority of Singapore, the ACES, Mm. had actually received complaints about Stara, about um, like false advertising, and PUB came out to declare that Singapore's tap water is actually safe to drink and there is no need for further filtering devices. Yeah. Because uh, apparently, our water safety standards go above and beyond guidelines set by the WHO. Mm. Um, and yeah, like, it's 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 super safe. Yeah. So, Stara, I mean, like, when we dug, Stara is owned by the parent company of Prism. Prism, yeah. Right, who has also gotten flagged for their advertising tactics. Mm. Uh, I think a CNA video said that, you know, Stara is taking these complaints very seriously and it's re-looking its marketing tactics. Yeah. But uh, what you said about Pofma, right? Yeah. Uh, actually, can Pofma be used on ads? Can right? I think it can. Yeah, I think it totally can. Like Facebook posts can. Why not? Why not ads or so? Yeah, but Pofma anything can, like, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. You can, yeah. Yeah. So that's very interesting. How come got no Pofma on this? Mm, mm. I mean, the Advertising Standards Authority has uh, stepped in about this, like, right? But I do feel like it's. Isn't this like a matter of national interest when it is. someone is saying that your water source is not, uh, you know, and it's not as clean or, or it's not as safe to drink, like, right? Yeah, as it actually is, like. I feel that that's a bigger threat to, to you know, uh, stability and trust institutions. Yeah. Uh, than like what even like Liu Manwai was posting, like, right? Yeah, and relationships too. <laughs> Why? 
because one party might want to filter oh, and another party doesn't. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yes, very true. Yeah. Very, I'm not speaking from personal experience, okay? <laughs> like, I'm very glad that we have decided that we don't need a water filter. But I can totally imagine how, like, let's say this video, if it's shared in, like, my extended family WhatsApp group, mm. right? It's quite unsettling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, especially you have old people living with you and all, you look yeah. at it, you're like, oh shit, is it really like that? Yeah. And I mean, one thing we, if you got a chance to look underwater under a microscope, generally even tap water, there are microorganisms, mm. right? Uh, our whole body is full of microorganisms. Yeah. But this video does look a bit unsettling. La. Yeah. And if they are using it as marketing, yeah, yeah, it feels like this requires a pofma. Yeah. And I'm, I'm very glad that Clarence Sim, that um, PhD student came out and did what he did on Instagram yeah. uh, or social media because he is a perfect face for it. La. You look at him, he almost looks like a K-pop star. Yeah. Like, you know, very fashionable and like, very, you know, well, takes, funky earrings. Yeah, funky earrings, takes care of himself. But he's a PhD student. Yeah, man. And he knows his shit. So, he really called out Stara and and, and made it a point that, um, yeah, he doesn't like the, that companies are using fear to peddle their products, right? Yeah. And uh, yeah, we should have more people like that. But again, it shouldn't be on citizens or normal people to have to call and call out uh, businesses, organizations about these things. Uh. Yeah. I feel like our advertising uh, authorities should uh, have stronger power to penalize uh, companies who do this, uh, right? Yeah. Uh, we talked, I mean, the previous example was Xiaxue and the aircon, saying that using an aircon can help save the world, uh, right? Mm. Uh, as much as, you know, they, they said that it was a joke or whatever. Uh, I think the point is that it's, it's once you repeat something, an exaggeration many times, people start to think that it's real, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, same thing here. Like, you, they're literally using uh, images of microscope and everything. Things that normal people don't actually have access to. Yeah. And they are peddling it as like, oh, this is what your water looks like, which is false, right? Yeah. And I mean, like even more so than the prism aircon thing, this, like what you said, it is literally like affecting health. Yeah. You know, and... Yeah. And I can imagine, you know, like uh, these sort of videos where there's like that AI voice, mm. you know, reading over it. It really like, goes viral like crazy on WhatsApp with yeah. all this random ass bullshit. But for a company to use it for marketing, right? Because mm. I went to check out Stara's TikTok and there was something about the air purifier and they had this guy saying, you know, I often get asthma attacks and mm. this is this. But, you know, now I don't reach for my Ventolin, which is an asthma medication Jeez. because I have this water, uh, air purifier at home. Yeah. What the fuck? Like, I, I have family who take Vendolin and it's like a lifesaver if you have asthma. Mm, and mm, if you're mm. making content like that, it sounds ridiculous. Mm. So where is the POFMA? Yeah. Where is Totally the Ministry of Health can come on and be, yo guys, stop yeah. fucking around. Minister of Health, like Ong Kang himself. Ah. He could go on TikTok and do it himself. Yeah, that's right. You do TikTok <laughs> about karate, karate, all this and all. This, this POFMA, man. Yeah. Like, uh, it's super important. I mean, Clarence Lim's video has like, a, Clarence Sim's video has a million views. Yeah. Right. Uh, mm. And it just feels like, wow. If, if not, if not Ong Yi Kang, then the Minister for Sustainability and Environment, graceful. Oh, yeah. I think she also can, can do something, all right? Yeah. Yeah. Come on, man. Come on. Like, Come on, Pofma. Where is Pofma when you need it, man? <laughs> yeah. <it's> like, <laughs> yeah. Where's the Pofma when you need it? And like, I mean, it's just one of these things that like, I think maybe Stara realizes the power of, of media. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, okay, so let's let's imagine it from their perspective. La. Like if they are, if in their mind, filtered water is definitely better than tap water. So anyone who buys this, they will ultimately be healthier. Uh, I mean, yeah, you could, you could make an argument that 
even then, like yeah. you filtering your tap water, maybe it's like better, yeah. it'll be cleaner and better. Well, yeah. it'll be cleaner, like, right? Less yeah. stuff in it. But what I think the, the issue I have here is that they, they took what tap water is and and then put it and then misrepresented it under the microscope, mm. right? Which was debunked by Clarence Sim. But how we know maybe Clarence Sim also Yeah, la, yeah la. Uh. And then then that one's NTU's fault, la. NTU <laughs> never. The NTU <laughs> let him they let him be a PhD student. The NTU issue a We have to trust to some level institution at some point, la, right, about these things. Yeah. Uh, and Clarence Sim is probably the face of uh, of that that resistance movement against Terra right now, la, right? Yeah. Uh, rel- like, looks like K-pop star, well-spoken, you know, very good at social media. So this, he's the hero we need now, but uh, I think we can do more. Pofma, Pofma can come and help. Pofma? Yeah. Yeah, because at first I was thinking, oh, maybe Pofma for commercial entities, they don't have and all, but I don't think so. Pofma is basically a, a weapon for any false news, la, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'd love to see Pofma used in this instance alongside mm. this long man writing, la, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's then, fair. Yeah, then it feels like, okay, you know, Pofma when... Because there's been Pofma against COVID stuff. Yeah, COVID stuff. And right. it, it was accurate. I mean, not say accurate, but but yeah, la, it was important. La, it right? was important, it yeah. affected health. So in this case, yo mm. guys, yeah, the Pofma machine, taking yeah. a break, is it? <laughs> huh? Too busy with them, one way. Too busy with them, yeah. <laughs> That's why. Uh, yeah, this one, whatever way you look at it, it just feels like, and I mean, sterile, you look at it, there are all these articles being written about how they are disrupting the hardware space and what, uh, Gen Z magazine all covering the founders. I'm like, yo, man, uh, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, how are you doing it? Yes. Yeah. So, I, yeah. It's a point there. But yeah, uh, well, speaking of other things that can uplift your spirits, like, right, instead. Yes. What is your one shock uh, comment? Uh, would you like to go first? Uh, yeah, sure. My one short comment is actually from our YouTube channel. Mm. Um, let me just pull that up. Sorry, using a laptop today. On our YouTube channel, uh, yeah, it's it's a pretty interesting ride, lah. I think uh, right now YouTube is is a place where um, it's a place where uh, I think very different demographics of people are 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 both coming and hanging out in arguing about things like right mm. so uh the i think the one that i wanted to point out was from hatch egg 80 mm. talking about kitania's uh, accent in the game skull and bones that we talked about in the last podcast and pointing out that oh the accent is actually like an older baba accent from like two generations ago right mm. so i thought oh that's an interesting uh it's an interesting take on it right because the more the less polite take I've heard on on Hardware Zone and all that said that Kitania sounded like a female Pachukang. Uh, mm. Basically, in Skull and Bones. <laughs> female <laughs> Pachukang. <laughs> which I thought, oh, that's actually also somewhat accurate. But uh, yeah, so, so shout out to Hatch Egg 80 for pointing out that it's actually like an older Baba accent from two generations ago. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of other also comments that are actually supportive of Kate's accent, saying that she's very talented and her work is great. Uh, but yeah, do do check out Kids performs in Skull and Bones. Uh. Mm, mm, mm. And she posted about it also, right? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, yes. Kid, she, always a friend of the podcast. Always right? a friend of the podcast, yeah. yeah. Um, so, so, there was a comment on the most recent podcast by Kapliski, K-C-P-L-S-K-Y. Mm. Uh, 
Mm. Uh, and they said, it's refreshing to hear from Terence's perspective. Glad to know someone else went through a similar experience. Mm. I too initially found myself wanting to emulate the American accent, but as time went by, I realized that maintaining the Singaporean accent while enunciating clearly kind of allows me to keep my identity as a Singaporean mm. and yet be able to communicate effectively. Mm. Uh, and I mean, they, they pointed out also that it's nice when you're, say, backpacking in Europe and someone can identify your accent. Correct. Uh, and it's like, it, it is quite a special thing like when you meet another Singaporean or you hear a Singaporean accent abroad, right? Yeah. That's quite a, quite quite a cool experience. La. Has happened to me before. Uh, in like very uh, obscure places when backpacking in Europe and things yeah, like that. Yeah. And, and at, a, at a point when you're feeling like, wow, a bit sin of like all this, the food here and things like that. Really. Then you're, wow. Wow. Hearing the Singapore accent is like a shot of curry like straight to your... Do you start talking to them? Or like yeah, 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 give yeah, them yeah, a yeah. nod or something? No, no, straight like jumped into that group you and started hanging out with them. Excuse me, you're from Singapore. <laughs> <laughs> this was many years ago. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, but uh-huh. but it was, uh, yeah, there's many times it has come up uh, clutch like, yeah. those moments when I'm like needing like the just just a, a bit more different different kind of social interactions like, right yeah yeah compared to traveling of Europeans or Americans and things like I remember once when I went to Japan with my wife I think the funniest instance I've heard of a Singaporean accent in the vicinity mm-hmm. I saw this guy and someone like his girlfriend like I think just like he was looking a bit solemn you know he walked past and <laughs> all I heard was she told him you always say she's very fugly why you like her why you like her Instagram <laughs> Oh, you like a picture. Then the guy was just looking at that. I was like, oh my God, I just want to say hi from Singapore. Yeah. But it, it was not the right time and place. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was fucking funny because the accent was so raw and authentic. Yeah. And she used the word fugly. Yeah. And why you always like her Instagram. Wow, it was <laughs> it was magic. It was magic. I never felt more home. Yeah. That was great. Probably even the, the, that kind of interaction between a Singaporean couple the boyfriend and girlfriend. So it's very familiar interaction. You don't think so. it's a universal thing? Uh? Uh, universal, eh? Yeah, it could be quite... Actually, it is quite universal. Yeah, I think yeah, it's I universal. Across all cultures. All cultures. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter where. Yeah. Uh, yeah. True, true. But, uh, and then your one-shot thing, man. Uh, Yeah, there's a video that you came out like a week plus ago. Mm. And it's not... Say it's got a lot of views or a lot of coverage. I don't know if it's in the news, but... There's a pretty interesting video of, uh, remember the Singapore's Paralympic swimmer extraordinaire, the champion, Yip Pin Siu? Yeah. She has now been immortalized as a wax figure at Madame Tussauds. Yeah. Oh, you know about it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know about it. Uh, yeah. But I mean, there was a behind-the-scenes video that I but saw. But Madame Tussauds, Singapore? La. Yeah, yeah, Singapore. La. Uh, yeah. But I mean, the Madame Tussauds, Singapore posted a video about it. I didn't even know that it, uh, that happened. Mm. And I thought that was pretty awesome. Right? Yeah, that, yeah. Uh, other than just the Joseph Schoolings and the Shanti Pereiras, you know, our Paralympians also are getting uh, immortalized that way. Uh, yeah. And at a wax museum. Does Joseph Schooling have a wax sculpture? I want to say yes, given that he's our, you know, Olympic champion. Um, yeah. Mm. I'm pretty, yeah, I would like, like to say yes. Don't. But I mean, Pachu Kang has one. So if Pachu oh, Kang has, has one. Yeah, right? if Pachu Kang has one, why not? Uh, why not Joseph Schooling, man? Joseph Schooling, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, imagine having your own wax wax thing, man. Wax yeah. sculpture. Yeah. Fucking baller, man. Yeah. They're, they're, yeah, they're, that's kind of like a uh, bucket list kind of thing, right? Yeah, that's why. <laughs> I don't think he has, no? Oh, he doesn't, uh. Jeez. Yeah. Because there's JJ Lin I know has, for sure. Um, Yeah. Madam Tussauds. Damn, wow. Oh, shit, don't Pachu think so. Kang, so Lin. 
Just looking at the the Instagram channel. I mean the the YouTube channel. Madam Tussauds. But yeah. Yeah. And how about you? What's your one shock thing? Uh my one shock thing is I know last week we spoke a bit about the Vision Pro, right? Mm. So yesterday or the day before, Mark Zuckerberg uploaded a video on his uh, Meta and Instagram pages mm. of him kind of reviewing the Vision Pro. Uh, and he unboxing, he's doing an unboxing. No, no, no. He he basically <laughs> started off by saying that, you know, um, I just want to share my thoughts about the Vision Pro. Mm. And you know, before uh, I tried it, I thought the Quest 3, which is Meta's equivalent, mm. uh, would be a much better uh, on pricing like, because it's seven times less expensive. Mm. And then he says, and very bluntly, but you know, after trying it, I think Quest 3 is just a much better product, not mm. just in terms of pricing. And he goes on to to say why. Like. Mm. And the video was recorded by someone sitting in front of him using a Quest 3. Yeah. And he talked about how it's just better in terms of latency. It's lighter. It's mm. cheaper. It's the 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 pass through, uh, which is where the camera from the outside projects what you see on the inside. He said everything is better, and he also mentioned he said I know some Apple fanboys will be hurt by this, mm. but I just urge everyone to really look at it and blah blah. blah. So I mean, I would consider myself an Apple fanboy. Yeah. Uh, but even when I watched it, I was like, hey, actually, that's quite quite interesting. Huh? Like, uh, you don't often see CEOs go that like fucking just bluntly talking about a competitor's product and mm. I totally wasn't aware that the Quest 3 has some of those features already mm. I didn't mm. know do you Do you know Uh, no I didn't know yeah, yeah I didn't know I so I watched the video like, hey shit at first I thought it was some AI generated thing with his face no but it's actually him uh, yeah, so I thought quite refreshing uh, quite interesting so it's refreshing the fact that CEO is shitting on his competitor's product so blatantly yeah uh, I see. And also, like the reminding me that oh, the Quest Three is out there, but it mm. didn't get any of the fanfare, and then it makes you think like Apple really has this fucking appeal, uh, yeah. that They just people just lap up their stuff, uh, Yeah, myself included. Yeah, I don't think I'll get a Vision Pro yet, yeah. but it just really you know what Apple branding is really damn strong, uh, Yeah, and Meta is almost like it's easy to hit. Mm. Mm. Uh, it's easy to shit on Meta. It's easy to shit on. I, I guess, yeah, I mean, like, with Casey Neistat and, and MKBHD. And, and wait, but why also? You know, yeah, that blog, he yeah, also yeah, yeah. wrote a very long, interesting take on the Vision Pro. Basically, he, he really likes it. La. Yeah. I mean, yeah. They, they're all, it seems like all the YouTubers are all, like, raving about it, la, right? Yeah. But the proof is in the pudding, la, right? Yeah. Like, the 14-day return policy. What I've been hearing on social media is a lot of people are returning their Vision Pro headsets. Because, I mean, actually, the the... Mantra is don't buy Apple product. Don't buy the first, first generation. One, right? Yeah, don't buy. Never buy the the first generation of any Apple product. You always, you're always just a beta tester for the for what is what was to come, like, Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's a it's a it's a thing like yeah. on the verge and all talking about it also. Yeah. I learned it. I learned it from the iPad, like buying the first version of the iPad, like uh, and and then like so quickly the second version just blew it out of the water. Yeah. And you realize, oh yeah, maybe I should I should have just waited, lah. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I don't think I've ever gotten the first version of I'm normally like like apps and all that one I'll be first ah, yeah, doctor, yeah, fast, yeah. Yeah, first but hardware I'm a bit slower hardware yeah, I'm a yeah. bit slow you're, the, you're a software developer uh, kind of like you worship the software development process like, right? I want to say worship but I just find it I mean it's easy like, you just click 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 download and can try already yeah, yeah, whereas yeah. the Vision Pro but yeah like, uh, interesting mm. yeah but uh Cool. That's, that's all for today, man. That's all for Valentine's week. Valentine's uh, week. Let's leave, leave Harish 
time to go and cook. Get the vegetables. <laughs> He's got an nah, afternoon need to, to plan need everything do and some shopping. buy some flowers, make sure nothing is closed. <laughs> it's going to be a rush, uh, Harish. Yeah, no, it's, la, it's, okay. be a rush. It's, it's not about the gifts. You know, just spending time with my, yeah. my dear wife. Get your shit together. Get, la, get my know. shit together. Don't, don't like at 7.59, you're still like, oh, I'm rushing to like, <laughs> get dinner done. No, no, it'll be, it'll be great. And uh, speaking of getting your shit together, if you are interested in working with us as an intern, mm. uh, get your shit together and just check out the job descriptions in the um, show notes. I mean, we if we find someone we like, you can start like as soon as possible. Yeah. So, yeah, just reach out, email us at contactandministryoffunny.com and follow our podcast on Apple, Spotify, wherever you hear us. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody.